0: I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks, and welcome today to Morning Glory. Today we want to talk about the wisdom of God that I believe it's a lot closer, perhaps, than what you've ever realized, because we need wisdom. God wants to give you all the wisdom that you need to succeed in every area of your life. Why don't you meet me today in the book of James, chapter 1. We'll start in verse 2, and let's open up today in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that your Holy Spirit would illuminate the scriptures. We thank you for your grace and courage to be hearers and also doers of your word and what it is we learn and what it is that we gain understanding of. Father, we thank you for this in the name of Jesus, amen, and amen. Praise God. Uh, Before we jump into verse 2, this Sunday at 2 o'clock, we are having a live internet service. Now, if you are close by, even if you're far away and you want to come to the meeting, well, just come on. Praise God. Send us an email and uh, let us know that you're coming so that we uh, make sure that we have room for you in our live audience. But this will be two o'clock Sunday, Eastern time. And what, what you'll also get is you'll get a email notification to your live streams, uh, subscriber base, letting you know that, uh, the meeting is coming up and you'll see a little countdown timer. Praise the Lord. Uh, those of you that watch on YouTube, uh, the message will be up on YouTube just shortly after the, uh, live service is completed. Praise God. Hallelujah. So why don't you join me, uh, live on the internet two o'clock Uh, This Sunday, we will be streaming a live message. I'll be teaching the word of God to you. And also, uh, I will be praying for the sick. I just want to let you know that because some of you get up early on Sunday and you're looking for the message. Well, the message is coming, but it will be a little bit later in the day. Praise God. Well, this is a happy day for me, kind of a mixed happy day. How can I say? Happy and some, sometimes, or in some ways, uh, you know, sentimental as well. My father went home to be with the Lord yesterday morning, early in the morning, and I will be leaving uh, tomorrow to go to his home going, praise God. So he's already crossed over. He's in the land of glory right now and having a wonderful time, I'm sure, in the presence of the Lord. So, you know, my father was a very interesting man. He almost made it to 80. He was just a few days short of 80, but I'll tell you what, he really loved the Lord. Something interesting about his life. It's uh, very hard to find something like this, but all the time I was around him, the thousands and thousands of days I was around him from morning uh, uh, to sundown and, you know, not just when I was young, not just as a child or a boy, but also as a man, I never once in the 80, almost 80 year history of my father, I never once heard him ever say one word of profanity. Isn't that amazing? Not one cuss word ever. Not even the word uh, Like sometimes slur words like D-A-N-G. No, I never said that. C-R-A-P. Ne- never even came close to it, much less the ones <laughs> that would certainly be on the uh, bucket list of full-blown profanity. So in almost 80 years on the planet, never a curse word or a profane word in his entire life. Wow, praise God. You know, he really loved the Lord. There by his nightstand next to the bed, you know, he'd always have his Bible there. And he he always wanted the most literal translation. He always read from the New American Standard Bible. He really liked it a lot. But I tell you what, he was a great man. And I'm happy that he's gone to be with the Lord. I know that uh, he, he has no more pain in his body. And uh, my dad had a lot of medications that he had to take To sustain his health but he's in a place now of perfect health no more suffering and and you know all of all of the youth is renewed when you cross over you get to get all of your strength all of your health back I tell you what I'm very very happy for him most importantly he was saved and he loved the Lord and that's the most important thing about life is that you know where you're going hallelujah that you are that you are in a place where your sins are washed away through the blood of Jesus, because you have put your faith and trust in him as your savior. Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, what's funny. I wanted to share this with you because I think, I think you can, uh, meditate on this a little bit today. Jesus said in the Bible, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, that, you will have whatever you say. And if you keep saying something enough, and, and the Lord really put an emphasis on the word say. In other words, what's coming out of your mouth. If you say it enough, most likely you're probably going to end up experiencing it, believing it, or having it somehow manifest in, in, in your life. And my dad always had this very unusual saying, whenever he was surprised or something good happened or oftentimes even if something bad happened but usually you know if something he was made aware of that he didn't know before he always had this expression great day in the morning he'd always say that great day in the morning and you know what when it came time for him to leave this life and to go to be with the Lord it happened wouldn't you know it it happened in the morning so I know that when he left this earth to go to heaven he literally had a great day in the morning my friends you'll have what you say and you know he said that for decades and so we need to be we need to be mindful of the words that come out of our mouth I believe that we will have what we say because that's biblical Jesus said that in the Bible hallelujah so let's be saying some great things speaking of great things there's not much greater than the wisdom of God let's study this subject now verse 2 Praise the Lord. The Bible says, my brethren, count it all joy. Ooh, I like that. No moaning or groaning or complaining. It's very easy to get over into the flesh when we are faced with difficulties, especially difficulties that we don't know how to solve, difficulties that we are left scratching our heads with thinking, hmm, I wonder how this can be fixed, or how can we get out of this, or how can we turn this around and make something good out of it? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall in the various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. I love patience. Uh, Patience is like a, like a very close relative to faith. If you're going to possess the promises of God, you need faith But many of these things that we are acquiring, how can we say, faith projects, oftentimes they don't happen overnight. So you're going to have to get to understand patience very well. Just like faith can be developed, patience can be developed as well. It's a beautiful fruit of the Spirit. Verse 4 But let patience have its perfect or complete and mature work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, I want to talk about this verse five. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Here's the thing about the wisdom of God and in relation to asking there, there are some things that require wisdom In the future, or general wisdom for everyday living. But there's other things where you don't have the benefit of time, and you're like, Lord, I need wisdom, and I need it now. I mean, Lord, I have to make a decision today. I have to tell them something today. They're asking me today. Lord, I need to know, and I don't have three weeks. I don't even have three days. Lord, it's gotten down to the final point. I need your wisdom on what to do praise God now there is wisdom for the long haul there is wisdom uh, wisdom for governing your life by making good decisions every day and you know for projects for uh, assignments for your life calling but there are those moments when you need it quicker praise God Well, the Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Well, Pastor Stephen, if we ask, you know what? It might not be three months till he answers. No, if you need it, I'm talking about even today. If you need it by nine o'clock tonight, he will give you the wisdom. That's what we want to focus on. Because there are moments when you hit crossroad junctions in life. There are moments when things also build up. And this is all good stuff and you know what it's it's a good thing you have to make a decision are you going to buy the house or not you know you you can't you can't keep it on hold forever are you going to sell that or not are we going to go forward or not are we going to respond because that you know a lot of times when there's things you have to do in the business world you have a period where you can do your due diligence but once that period is up and those hours begin to dwindle away and the days or the hours you're going to have to make a decision well what happens when you are getting close to the end of that time frame and maybe you still you still haven't made your final call you still have multiple options or different directions this could go what do you do then Well, what you do then is you come to James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, even if it's in the last hour, even if it's in the, uh, you know, the last day. Okay. If any of you lacks wisdom, let's say you still don't know what to do. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally. I like that. God's very liberal and generous in his giving. and, uh, And he'll give without reproach. And it will be given to you. Praise God. Do you need wisdom? God's got all the wisdom that you could ever need. Praise the Lord. And I believe God wants you to have it. I believe God will get it to you even if you need it quickly. Ooh, praise the Lord. And maybe that you need that even today. This is what I've discovered in the light of situations like this when you need it quick. Sometimes the answer is not so much God downloading like a database wisdom into you sometimes the wisdom is just so simple you don't really understand it so close let me give you an example if i have a technical problem if i have a problem with like the computer servers that are involved in our internet ministry well if there's a problem with the servers i um i don't go before the lord and say now lord i'm going to ask you for wisdom because I'm lacking wisdom on servers. I don't do that. What I what I do is is I tap into the wisdom of God. Who do I call? See, oftentimes the wisdom that you need can be found in another person. So instead of spending time in prayer from a perspective of saying, "God, I need wisdom, and I'm going to stay here till you give me wisdom." Well, the wisdom could come in a different in a different form where you just get a thought to call somebody and so you make that call and in 10 minutes in 10 minutes you've got the answer that you need why they had the answer why they had the wisdom they had the wisdom to help give you the answer help you get steered into the right direction and make the right choice praise god wisdom that you have in your field will put you in demand you can look at wisdom as being a form of job security that if you are a person that your employer in many ways can't do without what does that do it it creates safety and security for you because if you leave uh it's going to cause a lot of problems and oftentimes there are positions that even the 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 manager the the CEO, they can't do what you do, and so it's a, it can be a difficult process to find somebody to try to replace you, and some skills can be very, very difficult to replace. Those are the type of skills that you get so good at that in some ways you are irreplaceable. Nobody else can take your spot. You know, I have a a brother-in-law, and he was telling me about his uncle, and his uncle was one of the most proficient uh large giant crane operator experts in the world and this man was so good at operating a multi multi-million dollar machine that there were just uh you know probably maybe just a couple of guys on the planet that could uh, operate with not just the knowledge base he had and not just the wisdom, but the fine motor skills that are developed within the fingers of doing something for hundreds and even thousands of hours. And so he was extremely good. Well, my brother-in-law told me that what happened to his uncle is that he had reached the age of retirement and was only like three hours away from achieving His full retirement thus getting full retirement benefits for the rest of his life because this was a i believe it was like a state related type job so as long as he finishes he's going to get uh you know his these last few hours out he's going to get all these benefits and he's going to be able to live comfortable for the remaining years of his life on the earth well wouldn't you know that they they uh they let him go three hours short of receiving all of his retirement benefits. They said, "Well, you know what? We just uh, we're going to phase out this position and we don't need you anymore." I mean, the writing was all over the wall. We're getting rid of you on purpose because we don't want to pay your retirement funds. Look, he worked for 30 30 something years. He had he had every right to have all of this uh granted to him, but you know, uh there's a lot of crooked people in this world and there's a lot of people that don't really have a conscience they could care they would throw their mother under the bus and not lose any sleep over it. there's some yucky people out there so anyhow those people in the position higher than him let him go and said you know what you're done and we don't need you anymore uh it's a wrap on your career and that they basically locked him out from getting those three hours to be able to get all of those benefits and you know what he was very upset but he was a good man he was a christian man and he loved the lord and you know what this could be tied up for years and years in court with legal ra- uh, wranglings and battles over getting his retirement and just he just thought you know what i'm not quite sure what to do but i trust the lord well wouldn't you know it that on uh, in that state in that state they were having a project a sta- now, there's a lot of state funding in it where they were building the world's largest uh, telescope that has the world's largest lens. There's other types of telescopes like radio telescopes and stuff like that. But this is different. This was the, l- the world's largest lens being placed into a telescopic device. And it took, it took a very special crane to operate it. The only type of crane that could lift it was the crane that he used to operate. And so they tried to find people from all over the state, all over the world, and there was nobody who could operate that crane. Here's the problem the state had. The clearance to get this lens onto the telescope was only about an inch wide on each size, and the lens is almost the size of a football field. Now think about that. That's how big the lens was, and the clearance to get it in It's only about that wide on each side. And if you damage or break this thing, you're looking at millions, I mean, phenomenal amounts of money just up in smoke, just like that, because you can't just say, well, we'll just go make another one. (laughs) Extreme high tech. And it got to the point where they said there is nobody else who can operate that crane and do this surgical precise maneuver except for him. And they had to call him back. And wouldn't you know it, that the job took four hours. And he went over the three-hour period, and now he got the four hours. Oh, now he is officially entitled to all of those benefits for the rest of his life. See, the wisdom of God in your field, which you need to develop in your field area, it will always put you in demand. It will create a form of job security around you. And even if you are in a position where you are a subcontractor and you subcontract out to other businesses or if you have your own business still your specialty wisdom in your specialty area will cause people to come to you what you have makes more sense what you have is more specific what you have is a better product whatever the case might be you're able to provide something that just fits perfectly into the lives of consumers praise the lord so i tell you what we all need wisdom there is wisdom that you can uh, obtain quickly and sometimes that quickness is not so much god you know telling you how to You know, fix a server as it is. God saying, "Call this person. That's their specialty. They'll take care of it." (laughs) Praise God. So when you understand that God can just say, "Go here, do this," then you know what? It's a lot easier to just realize, "Oh, this wisdom of God, it's is much closer than I've realized. Maybe it's only an email away." Praise the Lord. There's different kinds of wisdom. There's natural wisdom, solving agricultural problems, medical problems, uh, challenges in the aerospace industry. There's wisdom in those areas. There's also wisdom in the spiritual areas. In- incredible wisdom that's available. I have a minister friend that has a very unique walk with the lord in the in the facet of he has tremendous wisdom in this one area of seeing into the spirit realm not not seeing just you know like all kinds of things but in one area he has he's used his faith to develop his faith in this area and he's able to see into this one area of heaven with phenomenal accuracy and one time i was overseas ministering with him and a very well known family was tra- uh, was traveling and while they were traveling they happened to realize he was there and they came to the hotel and they said can you can you answer this question for us it was a very deep spiritual question and and this great man of god told me what the question was later but he was able to see into heaven and give that answer to that wonderful family very influential family and uh these are the kind of answers you can't make up you can't just like create some kind of lie or make believe story and then give that no it has to be something that you either saw it or you didn't because the answer has to be so precise so accurate that when you supply that wisdom they know all that that is the wisdom of God yes now we are totally satisfied now we have peace in our hearts now we can we can um in some ways lay that puzzling question to rest praise the Lord that that spiritual wisdom very very valuable praise God I, I believe the spiritual wisdom is the highest wisdom of all And there is no greater wisdom than knowing that Jesus Christ is the Messiah and Savior of the world and that through faith and trust in him, you can receive him as Savior and receive eternal life and forgiveness of sins that is the highest level of wisdom there is there are a lot of smart people out there there are a lot of people with very high iqs yet those same people that have this uh, great natural wisdom to function in the earth sometimes miss spiritual wisdom that even little children pick up on that even an impoverished man sitting by the side of the road begging understands that Jesus is the only cure for humanity's sin problem praise God and through faith and trust in him you can receive forgiveness of sins. Praise God. Today, we're talking about the wisdom of God. All you have to do is ask, Lord, what should I do? Father, I need wisdom. Show me what to do. Whether it's something that you need to reveal to me to do from the perspective of I need to learn something or if I just need to call something. Do I need to call somebody who has wisdom in that respected field? You don't have time in your it's your short life on this planet. Let's say you're going to live to be 110. You still don't have time to learn everything. You can't learn biology. You can't learn Mandarin uh, Chinese. You can't learn this. You can't learn uh, aeronautics. You can't learn. You can't learn everything under the sun. Uh, even if you did, by the time you learned it, the knowledge base is still expanding. You know what? There used to be a time when you pretty much could pack the the contents of knowledge in a very well-developed set of encyclopedias but today oh my goodness the knowledge that's out there in all of these various career fields no you need to stay in your gifting and if there's something that you don't know perhaps you're not supposed to learn all of that you're just supposed to tap into somebody who has wisdom in that area they can help you they can tell you what to do and before you know it oh oh that's wonderful I didn't know it was going to be that easy see you didn't have to learn all of that hallelujah you didn't have to learn like the Mongolian language no you just called somebody they interpreted praise God see I, I get emails into the ministry sometimes people if they're emailing from another country they are emailing in their native language so I get emails from Italy I get emails from France I don't I don't think when I see those emails oh I, I need to learn Italian. Okay, I'm going I'm to spend two years to learn Italian so I can answer that one email. Now, I'm going to come over here. I've always wanted to learn French. It's such a beautiful, fluent language, and it's, it sounds so wonderful. I'm going to spend four years so I can learn French so I can answer those emails. I, I don't have time to do that. I just call one of the workers in the office and say, hey, would you translate this for me? I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and in two minutes and two minutes it's done so would you would you rather have two minute wisdom or two year wisdom hallelujah praise god lord we thank you today we thank you today hallelujah very quickly i want to show you this i want to show you this in first corinthians now keep in mind that if you ask god for wisdom he'll give it to you and once you ask just get up and go because we're talking about specific wisdom for a specific thing. And sometimes when you're asking, you need that wisdom. I'm talking like now, I mean, today Now I've had times where I've needed, I've needed it within 30 minutes, Lord, I need to know what direction I'm supposed to go within 30 minutes. I need this wisdom now. Okay. So there is wisdom that can come over a period of time. You just get wiser and wiser, but there's also moments you're like, Lord, I need it now. I want you to know that God is, Will supply that generously, liberally to you. He won't hold it back. He'll give it to you. And you just need to take it by faith. Well, I I don't feel like I got it, Pastor Stephen. Don't go by any feelings. Just say, I've got it. The wisdom of God is mine. I am now walking in the wisdom of God. I'm going to know what to do. Now I believe I do know what to do. And just act out of that. And then it'll start to come. It'll start to come. Praise the Lord. Praise God forever. Very quickly I wanted to show you these two verses. First Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty two, for Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. Would you like to know what wisdom is? Pastor Stephen, give me a good example of spiritual wisdom the message of the cross oh no that, that, that's weird stuff pastor Stephen what is a man dying on a cross what does that have to be anything to do with my life everything everything the wisdom of God was manifested at the cross through the son of God died on the cross to give us opportunity to receive the benefit of a divine substitution Woo! hallelujah where well, we can receive remission of sins through faith and trust in him let's continue verse 24 but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks Christ Christ Messiah the power of God and the wisdom of God did you ever stop to think that Jesus as a person is also the wisdom of God now it tells us in John chapter 1 that the word was with God And the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So it's very interesting because Jesus is the Word of God. Would you like ongoing wisdom? Praise the Lord. Then read the Bible. When you are reading the Bible, you are reading the wisdom of God. This is the wisdom of God in print. Ooh, hallelujah and when you read it i want to say this very candidly it will make you smart oh yes when you read the bible it'll make you so sharp and the more you read it the sharper you get i'm not just talking spiritually i'm talking natural this thing will wash your brain this thing will do incredible things to the neurons and the all this stuff in your brain it'll make your head work right not only will it make you smarter when you read the Bible, particularly when you read it out loud, but it will also help you become very, very good at taking command of your native tongue. In other words, if you're an English speaking person, the more you read the Bible in English, I tell you what, you'll, you'll have a good command of the English language. You'll just know how to talk right. There's some people, they don't know how to talk. You read this It'll straighten out even your talking. It'll straighten out your thinking. Well, what is it? It's the wisdom of God. And so the more you are reading, meditating, and studying on it, I tell you what, it, it will get your mind in the right train of thought. It'll, uh, you'll start thinking about it. Well, Pastor Stephen, that sounds like brainwashing. Well, yes, that's exactly what it'll do. It'll wash out crooked thinking. That's what in many ways iniquity is you have sin but you also have iniquity iniquity is an inward bent an inward crookedness towards something that's usually not just sin but even you know crooked types of sin you know there's there's sin from the perspective that if a man's hungry he's got he, he would like to steal some food well, that's wrong. It's sin, but iniquity has has traces or elements or full-blown effects of perversion, perversity in it. There's something abnormal about sins of iniquity. Praise the Lord! But my friends, when you read the Bible, the wisdom of God, it gets your thinking straightened out. Well, Pastor Stephen, I don't know what's right. We'll read the Bible oh my goodness you'll find out what's right real real quick and the more of the wisdom of god you have in you you can just you can know instantly on many things that some people stumble over well pastor Stephen, i don't know if abortion's right or not praise god have a lot of christians that support baby killing i mean i mean you've got a lot of christians that have no problem with the murder of innocent babies in their mother's womb oh pastor Stephen, it's just a fetus Isn't that weird how people, they pick up the lingo of the world, and they just throw things out, don't even understand what they're saying? You know what a fetus is? Fetus is a Latin word that just simply means an unborn child that's still in the mother's womb. Well, Pastor Stephen, it's just a blob. It's a fetus. Well, a fetus is a Latin word that means an unborn baby that's still in its mother's womb. It's not a blob. It's a baby. It's a living human being. (laughs) Oh, the wisdom of God. It's so close. It's so close. It's here. It's a phone call away. It's a question away. It's right here. And it's, uh, and it's also a person, Jesus, the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Here's another verse. Here's another one. Verse 30, same chapter, but of him, you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God. And righteousness and sanctification and redemption so jesus is for us wisdom from god wisdom from god hallelujah the word becoming flesh the wisdom of god walking around the wisdom of god before you the wisdom of god in you one more it's so good i can't pass up on it i've i've marked it to save a little time there it is right there colossians chapter 2 verse 3 referring again to christ messiah jesus in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge they're all inside christ well well pastor stephen why are they hidden why are they hidden why are, why are they hidden well when you are searching out the wisdom of god you're not so much just looking for an answer god give me an answer i need wisdom well god will give you the wisdom But he wants more out of it than you just getting an answer and running off and then not coming back again until you're another, uh, maybe another spot where, hey, Lord, that was good. I need some more of that. Well, the seeking, the finding out of this wisdom in Christ actually develops relationship in the process of digging for an answer, in the process of searching for truth, you find out that truth is a person. You find out that wisdom is more than just being brilliant in your brain. Wisdom is coming from someone. It's coming from wisdom himself. Ah, very, very fascinating. Praise the Lord. So the more wisdom you have, the easier it is to understand God. Because God, and God as expressed through Jesus the Son, is wisdom. Woo, praise the Lord. Pastor Stephen, that's good. I want more wisdom. Get to know Jesus. <laughs> There's nobody wiser than Jesus. Oh, Pastor Stephen, he's just an old carpenter. He's just an old barefoot preacher walking around looking out, looking for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich handed out to him. He's just a poor old preacher. Oh, no. Jesus was wiser than Solomon. Jesus is wisdom. Himself, He can solve all of your problems. Every question you have in him is every answer. And, and, even for those in the world who think they're hot shot, who think they're so wise, who think, we don't need God. We've got it all figured out. Brother, when you're about ready to die, you're going to need some help. Sister, same thing. A lot of these stuck up rich folk, who've never stepped a toe into a religious place, who think they don't need God, who've got all their money, got their big houses, big cars, that's fine. Prosperity is a blessing from God. The Bible says Jesus taught that God the Father is so good that he's kind to the unthankful and the evil. They eat their food, and they don't even thank God for it, and God just keeps blessing them because he loves them. The Bible says it's the goodness and the kindness of God that leads to repentance. But one day, one day we're all going to leave this planet. And even if you live to be 120, eventually you're going to die. And my friends, many times people, as they lay there on that bed of sickness or affliction, or that that bed before they're about ready to cross over, they're wondering, they're thinking, what's going to happen to me when I die? What's going on? They need answers. They need answers. So my friends, the wisdom of God is Jesus is the answer. The foolishness of the cross is actually the brilliant wisdom of God. What many mock at and scoff and say it's stupid. It's just religious, uh, you know, fairy tales. It's actually the wisdom of God. Paul said, when I came among you speaking to the church in Corinth, he said, I wanted to know nothing but Christ and Christ crucified among you. Do you guys understand that message? It's really what I'm wanting to understand. Oh, we're smart. We don't need that. Nope. You do need Jesus. Praise God my friends God can give you wisdom if you call upon the name of the Lord he can save you just like that you don't need two hours the moment you sincerely call from your heart upon the Lord for salvation he'll save you immediately wash all your sins away grant unto you eternal life recreate your spirit make you brand new on the inside glory to God hallelujah so close so quick answers so fast do you need wisdom do you need it today Lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, I pray with those who have this need for quick wisdom, that it come to them rapidly. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you that we can always be an increasing in wisdom and our understanding of Christ and our understanding of you and your word. And Father, there are also those times where we must know what to do, sometimes very, very quickly, sometimes even within a minute Sometimes within 30 seconds, we must have an answer. Something was thrust upon us that was beyond us, and you're the only one with the answer. Father, we thank you that you will always show us what to do. You will either directly drop it into us and say, yes, no, do this or that. Or sometimes, if there's a little more time, you'll give us the time to make a phone call or to inquire. But we thank you that you're able to supply wisdom quickly, quickly. So, Father, grant it to your people, to those that need it, and would even need it today. That they would know what to do, and they would know what it, it is that you would have them to do. That is your wisdom. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. The wisest thing you can ever do is to choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior woo hallelujah Mm -mm. let's take communion today for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever by the way thank you for uh, to each and every one of you who has been sowing into the ministry area for the cameras oh the Lord's blessing we're getting closer to our goal hallelujah I just want to say thank you so much a miracle is happening God is blessing We're going to be able to get some really, really good gear, get beautiful cameras, get all the gear, the tripods, everything. So I'm going to close the giving in just a few more days. Praise God, because once it's in, it's in. So if you want to sow into the ministry specifically above your regular tithes and offerings, above that, you want to sow something specifically for the cameras. Knowing that I'm praying over every seed sown for the cameras. Deuteronomy 111, that God make you a thousand times more. Remember, that's in the Bible. That's the wisdom of God. Don't ever doubt the wisdom of God. He's smarter than we are. If he put it in there, he meant it. Absolutely. And he can do it. Praise God. So if you want the sow a seed for the cameras, get your seed in quickly, because I will close the giving on this in just a few more days. Praise God father we thank you for the bread and the juice we bless it this is now the flesh and blood of Christ it is consecrated father in Christ's name hallelujah let's take communion today together glory to God father we thank you for the flesh of Jesus that as we receive his flesh we receive him he is your wisdom given to us father thank you Thank you for sending Jesus. As we eat the flesh of Christ, we receive the Lamb of God. We receive his wisdom. Thank you, Father God, for sharp and brilliant minds that glorify you. Thank you, Father God, that so many things that you have revealed as wisdom are cloaked. And they are revealed to the humble and to the spiritually hungry and thirsty. Father, we thank you for these things that you feed us with. We now receive the flesh, the body of Jesus. Let's partake together. The wisdom of God. The Bible says, David said, your word is a lamp unto my feet, Your word is a light unto my path. See, the wisdom of God illuminates your path. Ooh, the more wisdom you have, the more wisdom you have, the the brighter your path is. You have more understanding. Pastor Stephen, I don't have a clue in the world what my destiny is. I don't have a clue in the world what God's plan for my life is. It's in here. It's in here. This is the wisdom of God. The more you get to know his word, the more you get to know him. And the more you are flooded with light because his word is light. It's wisdom. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. Eternal life. And one day, one day we will go to be with the Lord and we will receive an incorruptible body we will receive a body where we are clothed in immortality and will live forever with you fathers. We drink the blood of Christ. We thank you for these exceeding precious promises. We believe them in Jesus name. Amen. Let's receive. Praise God. My friends, be blessed today and expect the wisdom of God, which you need to flow abundantly to you today. You will have the answers you need. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.